Hey, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of A Nanny's Life podcast. I am so grateful that you're here, and I'm very excited to introduce this week's guest, um, who is an Instagram friend and I think going to bring something really, really important to the table today. So y'all say hey to Brie from Your Nanny Resume. Hey, Brie. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to be talking to you. Um, your Instagram is at Your Nanny Resume. So that is what you specialize in, of course. But before we get into all that, I want to hear a little bit about you and your ties with the community. So uh, you used to be a nanny, right? How'd you get started yeah. in this industry? So this was probably like 2014, around that time. Um, and actually around 2013. So I graduated early from high school. And my mom was like, okay, if you're not going to do college, you're going to get a job. I was like, okay, fine. So <laughs> we got a job at Starbucks um, and I was either on the register or I was on the bar. So if I was on the register, moms would come in with their kids all the time. And I always just had a really fun, bubbly spirit. So if I would see the kids, I didn't even care about the order. I'd be like, hey, like, you know, we'd play around and, you know, do some cute exchange and just kind of go on about our day. And there was this one lady named Kristen who came in and she was always pregnant. So I just always felt like attached to her because I was like, okay, you've been pregnant for quite some time now. Like, what can I get you? Like, what can? And we, we created this bond um, because she had one of her sons with her at the time, Dylan, who was like always super cute. I would always give him treats and stuff. And one day I just randomly asked her, I was like, can I babysit? Like, I, I really love kids. Like, are you okay if I just watch your kids? And she was like, yeah, actually, like we need a date night. I would love that. And I was like, yeah, I could you know, swing by, whatever. And from there, it started with date night babysitting. And then I got a few more clients, I guess you could say, um, through Starbucks. And after my time at Starbucks, I was like, yeah, I think it's, I think I want to do this full time. Um, and then I went to this daycare called Little Friends, which is in Greenwich, where I'm from. And I worked there for a little while and loved all of the kids. But I was like, I just want to give all my love to like someone in a home, you know, like it's different. I love kids. Don't get me wrong, like a bunch of them. But it was just something different about like being one on one with a child or like being more in an intimate setting rather. So that's when I really started like nannying full time and then just took off from there. I love that so much that you like were on a whole different job and you were like, you know what? I like this. That's dope. Yeah. I also mm -hmm. agree that it's more fun to do like the customized personalized care that you can just cater to that specific household because daycare exactly. you got a lot of different energies coming yeah. in and it's kind of a little bit harder to manage okay so that's yeah. cool so yeah. how long did you work as a nanny i think we're at 10 years now. Hey. Um, yeah. So I think we're, I think we're up there. Um, I stopped right around actually when quarantine started um, because, you know, kids weren't really going to school to say all of this stuff was changing. So um, that's when I stopped. And then every now and then, like once things started like opening again, I would babysit here and there, but yeah, it was about 10 years. Um, and I probably the longest I worked with a family was about two and a half. Um, and after that, you know how you like, you get 
there's like one specific family that like you have and they just check off every box Mm -hmm. it's like after this i don't know if i'm gonna find another family that's like up to par like even my relationship with the kids like all of that um and that indeed was hard to find (laughs) so the timing the timing was actually perfect um but yeah about 10 years wow yeah no i know the feeling of like finally finding a good fit and then like trying to get back out there and recreate that magic it's mad yep. hard. So I totally yeah. understand that. <laughs> so when you stopped nannying full time, did you pivot directly into resume building or was there other stuff going on? So the resume building actually happened while I was nannying. So this started in 2018. Um, and I really, it was actually funny. I had started a corporate job because that's when nannying kind of became part time for me. Um, and I had, it was my first day on the job. Um, at this place that I like prayed for, I really wanted to work there. Like I was just very adamant about it. And I remember turning out, like it was, I was done with my first day. I turned out and I feel like, like I'm a very spiritual person. So I'll speak to that as well. I feel like God was just like, mm, you don't really want to do this. And I was like, who are you going to tell me? I don't want to do this. <laughs> I just started the job today. Like, what do you mean? And it was like, no, you want to help people find jobs. And I was like, huh, you might be on to something. And I remember I called my mom and I was like, mom, I, I think I know what I really want to do in life. And she was like, well, Brianna, you just started a job. So like, <laughs> everybody's right. confused. I'm right. confused. She's confused. Um, and I was like, no, I want to help people find jobs. Like, I've always been the person people would come to for resume help, for interview help. Like, I've, all of my friends, even my mom. I've done my mom's resume several times. Um, and at that moment, I was like, well, like, how do I do this? And the, I, don't, I don't know if we're getting into this part, but, like, the story about how, like, your nanny resume was born was actually very cute and very like oh tell us unexpected so after i figured out that i i wanted a nine to five but i wanted to do this i was like okay well what are we gonna do like what how are we gonna do this um so at first your nanny resume was an agency for like a week Mm. (laughs) so it was actually originally called little mouse nanny and the name originates from my dad's nickname for me um when i was a kid i used to go in the fridge and bite cheese and then put it (laughs) back in there so he called me little mouse (laughs) originally that was the I name um me too it's very cute and then um i was like mm, no i'm not really feeling this so then we pivoted to like resumes and i was like hmm, okay maybe i could do resumes for people in the childcare industry see how receptive they are to it i didn't even know there was really like a community as much as we have mm-hmm. um i knew there were groups and stuff but i didn't know like we had these conferences and things like that so um i'm posting in groups about like you know being doing resumes and stuff and this guy, Ash, comes along. And at the time, he was doing reference checks for agencies. So he DMs me on, well, messages me on Facebook. And he's like, hey, are you an agency? And I was like, oh, no, sorry. Like, I do, you know, resumes, whatever. He was like, oh, well, like, I still love to help. And when I tell you, this man just, like, took me under his wing and literally did my website for me, um, connected me with a bunch of people. He even invested into my business a bit, like, gave me some money. He was like, I don't know what you'll use it for, but, like, do it and and then would still keep editing my my website and stuff it was to the point where like your month my monthly subscription for my website was on his card and i never met this man in my life he was just somebody that wanted to help and from there your nanny resume took off and i had i had a whole bunch of like press that was happening like people were reaching out to me featuring me on their website i was doing resumes left and right like it was just and i was like oh so i'm supposed to do this okay um, and then from there, we just grew. That's that God connection for sure. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what I'm telling you. I was like, huh, 
sure. it's like the timing was hilarious but i'm glad it all it all happened that's amazing oh my goodness i love ugh, yeah. i love this um so okay so let's get into the nitty-gritty of mm-hmm. actual resume building because i think it's something in this industry that we don't tend to all agree on um mm-hmm. how to do it and how it works and i think a lot of it stems from some of us not having to build resumes elsewhere um right. so what are some of the biggest keys to a strong resume so i would say for one format um i always compare it to like if ads pop up on your phone right so i'm a i'm an aesthetic girl i like when things are colorful and pretty so as soon as something like that is in my face i'm like oh what is this and i click on it and i might even shop it's the same thing for your resume as soon as you send it into whoever if it looks all over the place, if it looks boring, if it looks like a newspaper, nobody's going to read it. Nobody wants to really look at it. So having that pop of color, whatever the format looks like, just making sure it's clean, concise, but also has a pop of color is really important. Um, and I would also say your skills section, believe it or not. Like that is actually like your qualification summary isn't even something that you should have on your resume anymore. Mm. I personally still do it because I like to have I like to have the blurb when it comes to childcare because I feel like the more you tell, the more people like. It's different for corporate America, which I've done for both. Um, But your skills are really what's going to stand out. And I always ask my clients, like, okay, we get it. You you take care of kids, you change diapers, you probably meal prep. What do you do that sets you aside from the next nanny? Mm. Do you know how to use an EpiPen? Do you know how to do wound care? Do you like what sets you aside? And all of that stands out at the top of your resume, which is really important. And then from there once people see that and on top of the way the format looks you're pretty much sold okay so you want to lead with what sets you apart that makes total sense and yet we tend to just list the same things that a lot of other childcare (laughs) professionals do okay yeah that's a really and i've noticed that it's it's a it's a very redundant industry because even me having had a childcare resume i'm like oh i've done the same thing Mm. at every job so like, what am I supposed to say that's different? But once you once you realize like, you know, you've done different things here and there, you can you can help yourself stand out in that way. And what about like transferable skills? Because I know that like being in the childcare industry is like very niche. Um, and when we build mm-hmm. our resumes, a lot of times they look different from a typical like corporate resume. But like, are mm-hmm. there ways to make one resume that could smoothly go? between industries or should you always have separate ones so you should always have a separate one for sure but the one thing that you're gonna have to transfer over is definitely your skills um and those are really easy because if you think about it the the general skills in corporate america right are like multitasker prompt and reliable how that that literally is the same thing that people are looking for when it comes to childcare. so i always say when you look at the job post or the job listings wherever it is really read through it and study it and write down what they're looking for and then look at your regular resume and see what your skills say and then put it on your childcare resume whatever can be transferred over because again a lot of your skills are transferable now nobody nobody really cares if you know how to use microsoft word in childcare, obviously right but like again if you're a multitasker if you're tender-hearted if you're interpersonal if you have all of these all of these traits that's more so speaking to you as a person than it is to you as a, a professional, if that makes sense. And that's really what the skills are about. Um, 
because there's really not to say there's no technical skills in childcare because there are a few, but they more so speak to certifications, not necessarily skills. So they're it's really easy. But I always say, I like me personally, I have three resumes right now, and I'm working on a fourth. Like you need whatever job you're applying to, more than likely 90% of your resume doesn't have to be tweaked, but there's something on there that has to be tweaked for that particular job. Okay. And what about like jobs within the industry? So like your should should we have a nanny resume and then a house management resume and then a personal assistant resume or should it all go together? Absolutely all different resumes. Um because again, you'll find that it always it all goes back to the job listing. Um there you're going to find a lot of different elements in each job post that each resume isn't going to speak to. So, for instance, I'll even talk about like my other background. So outside of this, I do marketing. There's so many different parts of marketing that so many people don't know about, but the basics are um, organic marketing and then there's digital marketing. So when I'm applying for a social media manager position, I don't use my digital marketing resume, even though there's a lot of skills on there that speak to the same thing. They want to know more about your organic experience. So about you posting on social media, what platforms you've used, things like that. Digital marketing is more more complex right so it's the same thing for if you're going into childcare, like being a full-time nanny or being a doula or being a newborn care specialist are all very different skills again transferable but your actual duty is very different so very they have they have to be different in my opinion you need a, a different resume for each industry yeah so it's really about streamlining and tailoring the resume for the position that you're trying to get Um, exactly. Okay. And I saw on your page, you were talking about the importance of a cover letter still. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. So I always say that your resume is the paper representation of you. So it's like, it's almost like I I always uh, talk about like jobs and resumes and relate it to dating. So let's Mm -hmm. just say you're on Tinder and whatever your Tinder profile says, that's your resume technically, right? Like your picture is on there, your little blurb about yourself is on there. And the, you know, your preference, your, if the man or the woman is going to look, look at that and say, okay, yes, I'm interested. And they're going to swipe the same thing as your resume, especially now that I personally like to add your picture to your resume very much alike. So that right there is going to sell you. That's going to talk about your skills. That's going to talk about all of the technical stuff, but your cover letter is almost like, I, it might it might sound dramatic, but like your love letter to the company in a sense, like you're the your employer, like you're telling them like, hey, these are the skills I have. This is why I think I'm good for the role. Here's my story a little bit. Hope to hear from you soon. Like it's just it's more of a personal thing. Um, and I actually so I do research every day when it comes to resumes because things are always changing. And it is very much a fact that you still need to have that cover letter. So. Like I said, I, I call it the love letter to the company. That's what's going to set you aside. Your resume is going to do what it has to do, but your cover letter, that, that's going to really, really take you to the next level. So, yeah. So if you're like, if you're looking to work with an agency, right? Because I know a lot of times we submit our resume to the agency. So would you be submitting your cover letter and your resume to the agency same way you would a job or just your resume and then your cover letter for specific positions? So I guess that's, that's dependent on the agency's requirements. Okay. Um, in my experience, having worked with um, having worked with them, like agencies, I've sent both, um, and I kind of just do a general cover letter that I can tweak as needed. 
Um, and whoever I'm working with, you know, they'll tell me what roles they have, what they want to submit me to, and then I'll tweak my cover letter and then, you know, send it back in for them to submit. So it, it's really dependent on what they, you know, require. However, I absolutely would send both. Okay. That makes total sense. I do want to go back to the photo that you mentioned, because I think that is a thing in our industry that we're really like back and forth on because some people feel they are um, opening up the potential to being discriminated against based on their cover Mm. photo. Um, Have you experienced that or seen that or? No, not personally. Um, nor have any of my clients who I've used images, um, for now, when it comes to the way that I look at business and the way that I believe things, um, in my experience as a nanny, I know that parents want to know everything about you. Mm -hmm. Like, especially you're taking care, you're coming into my house, you're taking care of my pride and joy, and I'm not even home. Like, I want to know everything about you. That's legal for me to know. Like, you know, I want to know everything. So I always tell people that if you're open to it absolutely use an image but that doesn't that doesn't take away from your value in your resume I actually have a video coming out about this uh pretty soon but it's not it's not a requirement so in the event you're like "Mm, I don't feel comfortable I don't know how that's going to be then you don't have to um absolutely there's there's it's not going to set you apart that's not going to make you less valuable um your skills and all of your experience is really what's going to speak to that But I think we also, if we're talking on more of a personal level, have to be kind of realistic Mm -hmm. and think to ourselves, well, I'm qualified for the role. So regardless of who I am or what I am, I'm still going to show up for the interview if they call me. And if they have certain opinions after that, then oh well. But your picture, again, it's, it's solely a preference and I always make sure it's a professional photo. I've had people send me like Snapchat images with the filters and <laughs> kissy faces. And I'm the just like, bands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, like, you look good, girl, but we're not putting your resume. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I always say like white background or blue background, button down or something, just like a nice photo of you. It doesn't even have to be like a headshot, but you know, not, not the selfies. We're not, we're not doing mm-hmm. that. No. <laughs> Yeah, you can even put your your phone on a timer these days and be fully in the oh, shot yeah. as opposed to just, yeah, the the selfie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And trust me, I'm like, oh, sometimes when when I was doing my resumes, well, like my own resume, I was like, hmm, this picture's cute of me. I should use it. And I was like, oh, wait, no, like you're doing the kissy face. Never mind. So <laughs> trust me, I get it, guys. But no, it's not going to work. <laughs> so hard not to do duck lips sometimes. <laughs> I know. Or the peace sign. That one has me in the chokehold. Listen, I was born in 88, so I will throw it up in a second. I will. I feel you. <laughs> any Anytime. I might even. Yep, there it is. <laughs> I love that. So when you receive a resume that someone wants you to help them with, is the process collaborative for editing um, and revising the re- resumes or are you sort of taking it and fixing it and sending it back? Very much collaborative. Um, so I have you fill out a form in the beginning. So you let me know pretty much what you're looking for. If my turnaround time is okay. If you currently have a resume, I ask you to upload it. If you don't, no problem. Um, and from there you choose your primary um, contact preference. There we go, I can't think of the word. Um, <laughs> And if you choose a phone call, I give you a call and I, you know, kind of walk you through my process and um, ask you for like, you know, what I need from you. But I also send you an email so you know, and you have it on paper or like, you know, on your email 
um, what exactly I need from you. So it, it walks through everything. Like I'm like, I need updates for this. I need updates for this. So they pretty much are setting me up for success. And the reason I do that is like you said, to one collaborate, but also to educate you on how to update your own resume. Mm -hmm. Because although I love my clients and I love helping you out, I want you to also be able to do this by yourself, you know? And I always send my clients at the end, I send them the Word document and the PDF document so that they have it to edit on their own. Um, but yeah, it's very collaborative. I text that we voice note, we text. All of my clients have honestly ended up a friend at this point uh, because it's very collaborative and I always offer unlimited edits. Oh, wow. um, if you need a whole new resume, that's different. But if you're like, hey, I have a new job or hey, I got a new skill, I'll throw it on there, no problem. So yeah, it's a very long lasting collaborative experience. I love that. That's, that's building community in a whole new way. I love it so much. Exactly. And when someone, so they get their resume done with you, they land their dream position, how frequently should we be updating our resumes? Is it like a time frame thing or is it like a, if something changes? So according to sources, it should be quarterly. I say, if anything's changed in the world, if all of a sudden you never knew how to clean a fridge and now you clean a fridge, put it on the resume. Mm. Because what's gonna happen is, so I say as frequent as possible, but I say this because I've, I've even had it, had it happen when I first started, everything moves so fast. And then when you're sitting down and you're like, okay, I'm looking for a new job, you forget all of the skills that you've obtained at this role. Especially think about it, when you're dealing with kids, you're all over the place. Mm -hmm. I'm not even thinking, I don't even know what I'm wearing half the time. I'm surprised, mm -hmm. I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> so when it comes to updating your resume for something, it's the same thing. So whenever something new comes to mind, if you got a new certificate, if you have a new, there's a new aspect to your role, if the mom just had another baby and you've never dealt with infants, all of that, add it on there. Um, and as soon as possible, just so you don't forget. And I also, I used to offer this and maybe I will again, but it's like a, a document just to kind of take notes on your day to day, because sometimes you'll notice like what your contract states isn't what you're actually doing. Mm. So sometimes happened to me plenty of times. Mm. Um, <laughs> I wasn't housekeeping. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, do you mind doing the dishes at the end of the day? I'm like, sure. And then I realized I'm like, Oh, I'm a housekeeper. Like, let me put this on my resume too. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, I say as, as often as possible, um, at least for childcare, when it comes to, you know, corporate, I would say kind of the same thing. But more so quarterly because that's kind of how they measure things in the first place i am exactly the problem that you are speaking to because i have been at my job for six years i don't think i've looked at my resume since i was hired so i <laughs> yeah, guess i should get on that. <laughs> and it, mm -hmm. it really is a completely different position um you know i've been with the same family they've grown up so i started off doing a lot of in-home things and sleep training and you know diaper changing laundry playroom organization and now that they're older i'm doing a lot more carpooling a lot more scheduling a lot more multitasking and you know mm -hmm. having to talk with teachers and other families and other nannies and stuff like that so yeah it is a completely different job um and i should get yeah. on that <laughs> it happens to me too and there's a way to do it so it's not like you're creating a whole new resume but like for me going back to like corporate I had a position where I started off as something and then was promoted so you just you keep it in the same in the same like edu not education sorry experience piece mm -hmm. but you just add your new role underneath it so let's just say you started off as a part-time nanny and these were your duties right underneath it you'll just say now you're a full-time nanny from these dates to these dates and these are your new duties so it's not too 
not too tedious to update, but it's definitely something you want to put on there. Because, like you said, you're in like a whole new role at this point. Right. Um, and, you know, God forbid it, it ends anytime soon or whenever it does end, you're likely going to look for something else. And you might forget all that you, you know, obtained in those six years. You have a very good point. <laughs> Which brings me to my next question. I didn't realize I had so many questions about resumes until we started talking. Um, so length, right? Because, you know, you worked in the industry for a decade. It's been almost 12 years for me. And it can sometimes be daunting to know what what's important to keep in and what to leave out like which like certain positions were kind of a blip on the radar but maybe Mm -hmm. the the tasks that I did were unique to that position so I feel like I need to include it so what's like a good length for a resume (laughs) this question is so funny to me um so that's a loaded answer um okay so let's just say you're tailoring your resume to a specific job. You're not just updating it to update it. Okay. You're going to take all of your experience and skills and certificates, all of that stuff, and you're going to put it on the resume and it's going to be however long it needs to be. I say max, max. In childcare, you have at least five pages. And I, that's even a stretch. So yeah, that feels ideally, long. <laughs> everybody says, it, it, it is. So let's let me explain myself okay. so ideally it should be like one to two pages max right that's just across the board anywhere in the world but when it comes to childcare, we we also have to realize like a lot of these positions change especially if you're a newborn care specialist you probably have like 20 positions in mm-hmm. three months mm-hmm. so how am i supposed to just knock off all of this like valid experience because you want a shorter resume no like you you should put all of your information on there i say honestly after five pages it's a portfolio at this point like (laughs) there's just certain ways to change it and that's usually what i do um i actually just recently had a client who had tons of experience in so many different things Mm -hmm. and i was like we're not leaving any of this off no we're we're not going more than five pages but we're not leaving any of this off but we definitely shaved off a bunch that was older um because there are a lot of people who've been in childcare their whole life so Mm -hmm. people who have started when I was a baby or before I was even born and they have all this experience, even though that's valid to see, we kind of have to shave it down to what's relevant. So, um, ideally two pages max. Um, but I say when it comes to childcare, ask any mom on the street, they want to know everything about you. Mm -hmm. So if it has to be five or, you know, three pages, whatever, I would say no more than five for this industry. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it's easy to shave down, believe it or not, because, again, a lot of your experience is redundant. So there's a lot that you don't have to put on there or there might be a position that was shorter than usual. That's not really going to be too much of a gap in your resume to explain. There might be skills on there that kind of like speak to each other. So you don't need all of that. Um, so it never really has been five pages, but that's what I would say. Okay. And that that's up for debate, of course. Okay. Okay. Random question that I didn't. I didn't ask you before, but now I'm thinking about it. People are talking about the relevance or the resurgence of LinkedIn for the childcare industry. Have you observed that? Have you observed like families getting on LinkedIn looking for a private nanny? Yeah. Um, so LinkedIn, from my marketing side, is definitely more of a B2B platform, which means business to business. So that's originally what it was supposed to be for. Um, now people use it just for networking as a whole. I'm heavily on there, um, again, for clients, for, for marketing. 
um, or just on there for myself as well, doing my own research. It's really become like, like the Facebook for professionals. If you think about it, I'm looking through like my reg- my feed and people are talking about regular things. They're sharing memes. They're mm-hmm. collaborating. This person has 3000 comments. It's very much like the Facebook for professionals. So, um, and, and one thing about, again, coming from my marketing side, you can make any platform work for your industry. Mm-hmm. So if there wasn't a place for childcare on LinkedIn, there absolutely could be if we made it that way. So it's not far fetched, but as of right now, yes. Um, once you load up your LinkedIn and, you know, explain who you are and what you're doing and people are able to find you. Um, and there's, there's tips and tricks to like, to get that to happen, but it's not the first place they'll go, but it is a place that they're going. Um, and it, it also just shows you as a professional. So it's a great way to network with other people. You know, somebody might find you and be like, oh my God, my friend's looking for a nanny and you're in the same area. Let me connect you to it's, it's, it's really just a networking platform for everybody. Yeah, I, I got on there recently after like not, you know, because back in the day when I started nannying in 2011, nobody was on there talking about being a nanny. Um, so, of course, I just kind of let it go. But I got back on there recently and I was like, oh, y'all are hanging out on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> I telling you, it's like a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely. That's why I said I was like, even if there's not a place, mm-hmm. you can make it a place. Like all we have to do is just migrate over there. We find our value our strategy for being there and just head over there meet you there at three (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we getting back on linkedin this year okay yeah do you work directly with agencies as well or just individual clients and if you do work with agencies what does that look like for sure um so i have in the past um your nanny resume has been through a lot of ups and downs, as we all know, with like COVID and stuff. So this recent like rebrand and stuff, um, I'm getting back into that. But before, yes. Um, so there was one particular agency that I was working with heavily and I would train their staff on resumes. So she wanted her staff to know everything about resumes. So when they came in, they knew what to edit. They knew what to look for. They knew all of it. So I trained them for about probably like a full quarter. Um, so like a three month window or, or such of some time. Um, and that's usually how it works. I send them notes after the training. I send them the live training as well that we recorded on Zoom. Um, I'm available for questions and things of that nature, but that's how that um, that relationship worked out. Um, as of now, I'm looking to get back into that. So actually that same agency that I'm talking about from before, we're looking to partner and work together as well. Um, and there's a few other agencies that I'm looking to collaborate with too. Um, and that can either look like sharing information with each other, or that could look like me doing the resumes for your agency. I've had that happen in the past as well. There's one lady who booked a thousand resumes um, when I first started. And I was like, wow, well, what's your ETA for these? Because it's going to be a little while. <laughs> I'm going to need a minute. It's going to be a little while. Yeah, like I can do it. It took me two weeks to complete, but That's we it? did. Um, it was, yeah. A yeah, thousand I mean, resumes? Again, it's really re- it's really redundant. You're just tweaking this, putting this here. And they didn't have specific jobs mm-hmm. that they were, you know, it had it been that, that probably So it was more like general. Or so yeah, yeah, it was a very general update. So it wasn't too bad. Um but yeah, about that's kinda how those those situations work out. That's amazing. That if you I can tell that you are about the business then, getting through Thank you. all this all those resumes. I love that. And I feel like we need to see you at like 
more events and like conferences and like nanny training day and stuff like that because I mean people talk about resumes and like ideals but it's not always the same people who will get in the trenches with you and work with you Mm -hmm. to teach you how to build it up and I think it's such an important thing in this industry especially as things keep changing you know when COVID first happened and it was like okay now we hold the power as the employees because there's a Mm -hmm. shortage and you know scarcity and I think we really need to keep that momentum going to keep continue to elevate the industry and to show you know we yes we play with children yes we get on the floor we change diapers but we Mm -hmm. also are very much professionals and this is our career path and Yeah, yeah for sure I was supposed to do Nanny Palooza, but ended up getting COVID um, last oh, no. year. So I'm, I know. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Like, right around the time. Yeah. So I couldn't do that. So I'm looking to, I feel like there's a bunch of, like, different. So so to kind of backtrack, I t- kind of took last year off a little bit, um, mm-hmm. really just to, like, see what I wanted to do. Um, because I will say, and I'm a very transparent person, convincing people in the childcare industry that they need a resume is like, what do you mean? Like, right. I don't need a resume. Like they, they know I've been in childcare for forever. So again, from a marketing perspective, I'm like, is this my target audience? Like, do people even still know who I am? Like, you know, there was a lot of self-sabotage, I would say for like the year. Like I just didn't know what I wanted to do with it. And I was like, no, nannies need this. Like why I even started this in the first place was because I was taken advantage of as a nanny so many times. And I didn't, you know, I lacked professionalism. There was a lot of things I didn't know. And granted, yes, it's called your nanny resume, but it's deeper than that. It's mm-hmm. career coaching, it's guidance, it's knowing that you should have a contract. It's no, it's knowing these tips and tricks to make sure that you don't have to deal with anything that I ever dealt with. Um, I even had a family fire me so that they can hire an au pair and deliberately pay her like $100 a week or something oh, like that. Yeah. And she was okay with that. And this was back mm-hmm. in the day. But she was okay with that because she didn't know any better. I'm like, no. I can't sit. I can't sit here and know that I was once a nanny or am a nanny, and people are being taken advantage of like this. So absolutely not. So I would love to get out there and connect, but I just feel like there's so many different ones that I'm trying to find, and like, or they might have already passed, or the, the sign up is already done. So I'm trying to like see which ones are happening this year, yeah. um, and I want to be at all of them. That's that's the goal. Yeah, I know a lot of people are doing, and a lot of speakers have already been announced, but a lot of people are doing Nanny Training Day, International Nanny Training Day, which is April 1st. Um, They're in, you know, a lot of different cities. Um, I'm actually doing one in Charlotte. Um, But anyway, events like that are great. And of course, there's Nanny Palooza, there's the International Nanny Association Conference and stuff like that. But I just feel okay. like you have such value that you're bringing, and oh, I think more you. people need to be aware of that. Now, you mentioned that you do career coaching as well. What does mm-hmm. that look like? So that is, it includes the resume piece, right? But it also is a bundle. me, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's me guiding you through the entire process. So for me, uh, until as of recently, again, there's a video coming out about this too. There's not one job in childcare I ever got turned down for, ever, ever. And even, and I'm sure it would be the same to this day. So when people are like, oh, I can't find a job, or I can't, whatever, I was like, oh, we, we have bills to pay. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a very realistic, raw person. <laughs> so I'm like, let's figure it out. So it looks like me walking you through the process. So I'm like, what do you like to do? 
So we get to like the nitty gritty of it. So yes, you've been a nanny, but do you actually like being a nanny? Do you mm. want to try this? Do you want to try this? What certifications do you need to obtain? Let me guide you to where to go to get them. Let me update your resume for these things. I help you apply to jobs. I walk you through the entire interview process from what to wear, from what time to show up, from what to do after. And after that, once you have the job, we still keep our relationship because again, you never know. And you're also going to need to update your resume throughout the process. Um, but that's pretty much how it looked. Um, and there was at one point I had Next Level Nannies, which was a subscription-based group. And it was, you know, pretty much that, but for a group of people who would mm -hmm. sign up. Um, so that is something that will likely make a comeback, but that's kind of still going through the motions. But that's how the career coaching is, um, you know, it's set up yeah I, I we definitely need more um career coaches i think there are a lot of coaches in the industry who focus on coaching you out of it um coaching mm -hmm. you above and beyond it um but i do yeah. think that we have you know we have a responsibility to to nurture those who are passionate about being in this industry and sort of help them navigate making it sustainable um, yeah, and having a balanced life. I'm all about work-life balance, heavy on the life. <laughs> your job mm -hmm. is not your life. So I love that. Yeah, I, th I think y'all guys, please, please take advantage. Check out Brie and your nanny resume. Please. Get your life together. I'd love to have you. <laughs> yes. Was there anything else that you wanted to share with us today? This has been such a good conversation already. Um. <laughs> nothing but just i'm always here to help literally shoot me a dm i even have my number on my instagram like text Damn. me <laughs> i don't care like if you even have a question like hey can't yeah. afford this but here's my question I'm, I'm here to help that's literally the only thing i want to do for people in this uh community you will also see me for sure at more events and stuff because like i said i'm trying to get out there and see what's going on and yeah. attend and network with you guys so yeah i'm just really a phone call away Ugh, I'm so glad that you reached out um, and I cannot wait to see how many people get to benefit from your services. Um, so yeah. thank you so much, friend, for being here, for chatting with us, for sharing of course. your gifts and your business. Guys, I will link all of her information in the notes below so you can find her IG, you can go to the website, you can take advantage of all the coaching and all that good stuff. All right. Well, that's been another episode of A Nanny's Life Podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Um, I hope you have a wonderful, beautiful week. You guys take care of yourselves. And again, Brie, thank you so much for chatting Anytime. Thank you again for having me. I appreciate it. Of course. All right, friends. Till next time. <laughs>